time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. Hey, this is Lee Balkum. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast. This is the podcast designed to help you thrive no matter what life throws your way. And right now we're putting in tools to your thriving toolbox. Over the last few weeks, we've been talking about different tools and how you can use them to build your thriving life. And last week, we landed on the fact that you have a built-in importance indicator. Remember, that's the fear piece, that, that part that tells you that something's important. We often misuse fear and allow it to keep us from doing things, of avoiding things. But in reality, our fear is an importance indicator. It's always telling you that this is important. It's something that you need to pay attention to. And that brings us to this week, the importance matrix. This is a great way of reorganizing your thoughts so that you're taking care of the things that really need your attention because we're distracted so much of the time. You have so much coming your way and so many people asking for your attention that you have to be sure that you're clear about where you want to go and what you decide is important. Otherwise, you're living out somebody else's priorities. If you think about it, your inbox every day, you're looking at your inbox, it's somebody else's priorities. They want something from you. They want you to do something. They want you to take action. doesn't matter if it's a friend contacting you or a worker contacting you or a boss contacting you or somebody trying to sell you something through their email. All of that is their priorities. It's important to them. And if you're not careful, we can spend a lot of time in our daily life getting caught up in other people's importance, other people's priorities, other people's interests. So how do you move it to taking care of the things that are important to you? That's the power of the importance matrix. Another name for this is the Eisenhower box, which is named after our 34th president, Dwight Eisenhower. And it was what was uh, made very popular by Stephen Covey in his great book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. In that book, Stephen Covey focuses on how to begin to move towards things that are important to you, and that's what this whole box is about. Eisenhower is quoted as saying, I have two kinds of problems, the urgent and important. The urgent are not important, and the important are never urgent. Think about that in your life. Is that true for you too, that so many times you you get wrapped up in doing something because it seems so urgent? But in the end, it's not that important. At the same time that the things that truly are important to you fall to the side. Lots of times in my career, I've spent a lot of energy helping people restore their relationships, find new ways of being in a marriage, have new ways of relating to their kids. And most of the time, a big piece of the puzzle was that those relationships, while they were important to them on their priority list, were not important to them in their actions. In their daily life, all of the other pieces that seemed more urgent at that moment had taken over the priority. And so the important relationships, the parental relationship, the spousal relationship, the friend relationships, were lost to other moments, other things. So many times I've watched as people thought that they were hitting the pause button on their marriage, 
And what they were doing in the meantime was working on other things, maybe trying to get a career going or finish their education or find some other pursuit or maybe raise the kids. There's nothing unimportant about any of those. The problem is they shifted so much energy away from the important relationship, the marriage relationship, that everything else got reshuffled. And as you and I both know, we all only have 24 hours in a day, and we do have to spend some time sleeping and eating and taking care of ourselves, and that only leaves a certain amount of time to take care of other pieces. I can tell you in my own life, years ago, I was trying to take care of lots of things. I had family responsibilities, and I was in grad school, and I was working in jobs or several jobs. I was doing my training, and in the meantime, the most important thing that I needed to be focused on of staying healthy fell to the bottom of the pile. I didn't exercise, I didn't eat well, and eventually that took a toll on my health until finally my body kind of collapsed under the pressure of that and I became very sick. That helped me to reorient and make sure that I was taking care of myself on better ways going forward. Not because those other things weren't important, but because the starting point was for me to be healthy in order to do the important things. You may be able to relate to that because I see it on almost a daily basis. People who spend a lot of energy giving out to other people, loving on other people, doing great things and great projects, all the while pouring themselves thinner and thinner and thinner until there's nothing else they can give to somebody else. Sometimes you have to make sure that the well has water before you give all that water away. Sometimes you have to make sure your pitcher is filled before you keep pouring it out to other people. That's a priority shift. So what does this Eisenhower box look like? If you have a piece of of paper, this is a great time to pull it out to draw yourself the Eisenhower box. So the first thing I want you to do is draw a rectangle and then put in the middle of it a cross. So you basically end up with four rectangles all in one rectangle. So if you think about that, it's basically a big box with four boxes equal size in it. This is the matrix, four pieces, four boxes. At the bottom right hand, I'm sorry, the bottom left hand side, you want to write two words, not urgent, not important. At the top of the left hand side, write important. And at the bottom on the right hand side, write urgent. That gives us the two scales of the matrix. So the bottom part, bottom left, says not urgent and not important. Straight up from that says important, and straight over to the right of that says urgent, which means that each box contains an element of each of those. So the upper left-hand corner has important but not urgent. The bottom left-hand corner has not important or urgent. It's neither important nor urgent. Not important or urgent. Upper right-hand box has important and urgent. The bottom right-hand box has urgent but not important. It's been my observation that we spend a lot of energy on the urgent and not important and a lot of energy on the important and urgent. But what suffers is the important, but not urgent. The things that are urgent and important are the things that you know you have to get done. 
It's an emergency situation. It has to be taken care of because it's important. Those are the things that you do immediately. These are the ones that tend to be crisis situations about important things. So somebody has an accident and they're injured. That's urgent and important. A major crisis at your job can be urgent and important. A major problem at your house can be urgent and important. It has to be done right now and it matters. This is part of where we begin to get better and better at distinguishing between what's important, what's urgent, what's not important, what's not urgent. Because you'll notice that we often spend a lot of time on the urgent but not important. Somebody calls you and wants you to do something that will help them over which you really have no reason to be involved. It's not, it's not important for you. And it's urgent only because it's urgent to them. Or maybe there's something going on in your life that feels urgent, that you've got to take care of it right now, but really isn't important. I've had conversations with people when they are playing on their phone. And I'll say, what are you doing? I've just got to take care of this one text message, or I've just got to check Facebook, or I've just got to do this one thing. And generally what I've realized is a lot of the time these devices act as if they are urgent because they're going off, they're sending us notifications, they're pulling us in over things that aren't important. Now, I'll lay claim to the same thing, that I have to try to be careful that if the message goes off that I immediately am asking, is this really important? Because if it's urgent but not important, it can wait. In fact, one way you can think of the urgent and not important is to decide you're going to delegate a lot of that. Delegation is easy if it's not important for you. And delegation may be putting it off to later. I'm going to delegate that to another time or to another person. Either one is fine. But that's what happens when we discover that something feels urgent, but you realize isn't important. One of the rules that we try to have in our family is that mealtime is device-free. We're not going to have our phones out at the table. We're not going to have tablets out at the table. We're going to spend time with each other. Now, we're not perfect at it, but we try to do that. And the reason is because normally those devices are trying to trick us into believing that something is urgent. (laughs) That's the purpose of a device is to keep you on the device. A purpose of any app is to keep you on that app because it's urgent for that company to keep your eyeballs. It's not so important for you most of the time. So that bottom right-hand corner is what you delegate because it's urgent but not important. You can delegate it to later in the day. Maybe when you have time, you can take a look at the Facebook stuff that's been calling your name all day or whatever else it has, it has going on. That It can wait. So now let's go over to the important but not urgent because this is the one that gets us the gold. This is to decide when and then you do it. That's how you handle those pieces of deciding when and then you do it. It's not urgent. Doesn't have, the fire is not burning right now. It doesn't have to be put out. But it still is important. This is what happens in the realm of taking care of yourself, of taking care of your relationships, of taking care of the important things in your life. Maybe it's not important right now but it's going to be very shortly if you don't take care of it. 
So many times as I talk with people about their marriages, they thought that they were fine, that they had plenty of time to get back on track. In the meantime, the connection is waning further and further until the relationship is no longer important enough for either person to keep it going. It was important before, but the lack of urgency kept it from happening. I've seen the same thing happen as people fail to prepare uh, for retirement or other big events in life because it's not urgent at that moment. When you're 25, retirement seems like so far away that it doesn't seem urgent to take care of it until you realize how costly it is. And I recognize that from our own life. Uh, We were going through grad school for so long that our retirement planning took a hit. And now as we're staring closer to it, I realize how important it is to attend to that. But it wasn't urgent then. The thing about those not important, or important but not urgent, is at some point they become very urgent. When it was important that I took care of my health, that I exercised and ate well, and I didn't do it, it wasn't urgent. A few pounds here or there, that's not urgent. Moving a little slower, it's not urgent. Feeling a little more tired when I was climbing stairs, not urgent. But then one day, it becomes urgent. And at that point, you're playing from so far behind that it's hard to catch up. I was fortunate. I was able to catch up. And now on a daily basis, I recognize that my health, how I eat, how I exercise, how I take care of myself is important. It's not urgent, but it's important. And so I have to decide how I'm going to do it. I have to plan my week around that. I have to look through and say, when am I going to exercise? When am I going to walk? How am I going to make sure I'm eating well? Those are all choices we make when we're focusing on that area of important but not urgent. Think about the areas in your life that need your attention but aren't crying for your attention at this point. Those are the ones that are important. Make sure that you distinguish the difference between urgent and important and decide that this is the big place because there's only one other category, the not important and not urgent. Those are the things that you will either do later or never get around to them and it doesn't matter. Those are not the ones where we spend our time. Unfortunately, for many of us, the big robber of time are the things that fall into that category of urgent but not important because they're crying after you for the instant. Not only that, but when it's urgent, it does this little trick in our brain where if we take care of something that feels very urgent, it gives us a little shot of dopamine. It makes us feel good. So we're often tempted to do that. Phone goes off and we pick it up and we look and we see a message and we get a little kick of adrenaline and dopamine in our system. So it feels good, which rewards us for taking care of the urgent things that aren't that important. The things that are important and urgent are yelling so loudly that you can't ignore them. You may not want to deal with them, but they're pretty hard to get away from. Those are the ones we do immediately. The one I want you to focus on, the one that makes a difference in thriving, is to focus on the things that are important but not urgent. Make sure you decide what they are and decide when you will do them. That's the Eisenhower box. That matrix will help you, the importance matrix will help you to refocus and make sure that you're attending to the things that are urgent and important, or important but not urgent. This is Lee Balkum wishing you the best for a thriving life. 
been listening to the Thrivology Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at Thrivology.com or at ThrivologyMagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T-H-R-I-V-E-O-L-O-G-Y. It's your life. Time to live it. Thank you.